All right, guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate. I'm your host, Dean Harris, and as always, I'm with Douglas Skipworth. How are you, man? Hey, man, doing great. Good. We're bringing you this podcast, guys, to give you the boots on the ground knowledge to be a successful uh, real estate investor here in Memphis, Tennessee. Please like and subscribe to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate on our YouTube channel, uh, Facebook, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Show sponsors are listed below. We cannot do this show without those uh, sponsors. I can't really run my business without yep. those sponsors. So uh, please help and support those uh, those guys and companies. Uh, Zoom calls. I've been on and off with a Zoom call on a weekly basis. If you guys are interested in that, send me an email, dean at crestcore.com. I also help buyers and sellers every day. If you're selling investment property here in Memphis, uh, please give me a call or an email, dean at crestcore.com. Mm -hmm. I've got a deal of the week. Yeah, right on. And we'll drop the deal of the week Come to you on. real quick. Let's do that really fast here. 2475 Monette Avenue or Monet, M-O-N-E-T-T-E -T -T -E Avenue. That's in 38127. This one has got 1,020 square feet. Three bedrooms, one bath. The property's currently vacant, but it will rent for eleven hundred. Mm -hmm. The seller is asking one hundred and forty-five thousand. This property's in great shape. Uh, not quite at the one percent rule, but I decided to make it the deal of the week because of the condition and is vacant. You can place your own tenant. Mm -hmm. um, so if we can try to find a way to make these numbers work, uh, two four seven five Monette Monet Avenue three eight one two seven. Uh, is the deal of the week. Dean at Crestcore.com if you have any more questions about that. So happy to bring that to you. Today, we're going to jump right into what is selling. Um, we're going to yeah. end the year. We've got one more podcast next week. We're going to talk about our 2024 predictions and, and kind of outlook what we okay. think is coming. And today, we're going to give you a little bit about what's selling in this market. So yes. the last... Um, seven months. A lot of you know I have been listing properties oh, yeah. for a hedge fund that had some vacant properties that they needed to sell. They just had too many. And when I mean too many, I mean close to 400. And um, they were all vacant. They all needed rehab and they needed to move them. So we have been working the last seven months to sell those for yes. them. Uh, they are just about gone. Uh, we listed a few more a couple of weeks ago, and that's the last batch of them. Uh, so those are selling. Those are all burrs. Those have all been moving off the shelves pretty quick. But I will tell you this, hmm. over the last couple of weeks, uh, as I'm sending properties out, if you're on my buyer's list, you've been receiving properties yeah. this week and last week. If you haven't, shoot me an email. Let's make sure your profile is up to date. But I've been sending out houses, and I'm getting some 1% rule. I'm getting... Uh, occupied and cash flowing. Yes. Uh, next week's deal of the week is, I believe, going to be a 1% rule property. So okay. I've got uh, a, more of these that are coming from a 1% standpoint mm, okay. and even better. I'm seeing some uh, MHA Section 8 housing um, properties that have a high rent, and but the values are down here. Uh, I think I had one for fourteen hundred that was occupied that was selling it for ninety grand. Oh my goodness! Which is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's have been some other properties that okay. are um, that are popping up that have not been available over the last year yeah. or more, even before the hedge fund right, right. dump. Uh, we weren't seeing a ton of one percent stuff. No. So yeah, I mean, we're gotten, beginning to see that. Yeah. No. I. <clears throat> you know, um, I put two under contract. Or closed really to this fall. Yep. That fit that model. The one percent. The one percent. One was occupied with a tenant, duplex both sides. Yeah. Uh, and the other was vacant, and returnkey ready. But at the one percent. But rule. you get the one percent yes. rule, and that's another thing I I, yeah. I I should bring up is turnkey properties. And and let me define that okay. real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let, do, I think that's do important. That. 
A turnkey property to me is a property provided and sold by a turnkey provider. Okay. Everything's new. Okay. The floors and the paint, gotcha. the electric and the roof and the yeah. major mechanicals, they yep. just redo it all. Yep. There's another form of what some investors will call turnkey, and that's just a property that doesn't need any rehab. It's ready to go. It's, ah, it's, gotcha. it's yes. available. Yes. You know, yeah. Where it's probably where the original definition came from because it's just a turnkey. That's right. But then they co-opted it for a type, a uh, kind of almost like a marketing. sliver of marketing of yeah. what that part of the market is. Both are true. Yes. I just want to make sure that Good. we have a different. Yeah. Our definition is the same. Uh, turnkey property from a provider, turnkey provider, all new, brand new, everything. Yes. A, a rental property that is just does not need any rehab could also be called a turnkey property. Correct. So I'm seeing the latter. I'm seeing yes. properties that don't need okay. any rehab or yeah, they have yeah, just yeah. been kind yeah. of freshly rehabbed by non-turnkey provider. Yep. Meaning and you might say, well what's the, you know what's the difference? Well, if you're over here on this side and it's a non-turnkey provider turnkey, yeah. If the HVAC is 4 years old, they're not going to replace it. Correct. If the roof's 7 years old with no leaks, we're not going to replace that. Whereas on the true turnkey provider, it's all new and that's the way they market it. So, yeah. let's make sure we have that. But what I am seeing is not the turnkey provider ones, but we're seeing yes. houses that are in great shape that yeah. have been remodeled, renovated, that are available for purchase. And and and, and I know what they're doing. They're going listing agents are I mean, their sellers are going after a home buyer and an investor. They're looking for both. They're trying to provide an opportunity to sell to a home buyer who will pay a, maybe a premium or pay more, or they're going to make it available to an investor. Because I'm not seeing these these homes that are turn or in good shape, turnkey ready in Cordova and Bartlett. I'm seeing them in Frazier and Raleigh and South mm -hmm. Memphis. Yeah, that's man. Because that's my. I have two that I'm thinking one purchased, and they were both of them. One was a fix and flip, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't a turnkey company, but it was a well done, new everything. Sell to a homeowner. Yep. Yeah, but it, it just didn't. The timing didn't work, so it became an investment property. That's right. Which and is where I was like, "Oh, that that looks good for what I'm looking for." So I didn't know that background. Yes, but that's exactly what that's I just exactly, described. I was like, oh, "That's exactly yeah. what that's, yeah, yeah, you're describing what yeah. happened." Yeah. And then I'm thinking of the other one that we you, we had talked about um, that you listed. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of like, is this going to be an owner occupant or is this going to be an investor? There's a little bit of wiggle room in there for the the client we're working for. Which is, um, let's give that. What's the 14, uh, 4584, 4584 Deering. Yep. That's what he's talking about. It's, yep. it's available. This is another one that we That's have. Um, it's, you got listed client. We know Yeah, client. We know 4584 Deering and it's the same thing. It's the same it's thing. Available for an investor. I don't think it needs much at all. Mm -mm. I think if you were going to live in it, maybe a tad more, but I mean, even then not much, the house is in great shape and it's in 38117. Oh yeah. It's good. Colonial acres, which is a phenomenal area. So, yeah, check Gr it out. Great plug for Deering. Yeah. But yes, but that, that, that's what I was talking that, it, about. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As soon as you started talking about that, I was like, oh, yeah. ding, ding, ding. That's exactly the one I bought. Oh, ding, ding, ding. That's exactly the one that I've worked And with that's the not just on. you. I'm seeing no. that yeah. all over, the, you know, and, and it's a strategic thing. It's, it's hey, there's low inventory. Yes. Low, low. Yep. So if you're going to be in the market of selling something, why not open it up to everybody? So let's get your house in good shape. There was a podcast we did a couple of weeks ago about getting your yeah. home ready to sell yeah. reference that and go back to there and let's, you know, see what you need to do, but getting the property ready, doing some minor repairs and opening up your buyer pool from investors to homeowners is a good idea. Yes. Right. And I think you mentioned it. I mean, I got 
the, the little stats we've done them before, but right now where our inventory is, it everybody knows it's gone up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was historically, historically low. It's gone up a little bit. I checked. It's exactly where it was pre-COVID. So right at now. the end of 2019, it's exactly where our inventory is. I think I'm surprised to hear that. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I'm trying to date back and go to 19 and 20, but I guess that's where we were at. We were running low on houses to sell. They had moved so fast in 17 and 18. And Inventory went. I mean, obviously it went up really bad in the Great yeah. Recession, and then over the that decade, it went down, 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 and got pretty low. But we were operating. I mean, operating, to, operating. in 20. 18 and 19, people weren't wringing their hands and saying, oh, there's not inventory. No. They were just buying and selling and transacting. And then COVID came, obviously, and inventory got scarce. And then... So what you're saying is we're a product of the moment, is that we're looking at the moment and we should be looking back going, hey, this this is actually not that bad. This is not that bad. It's okay. You know? (laughs) And even if it... I mean, I looked at it's like inventory would have to double... Any, excuse me, it would have to go anywhere, increase anywhere between 50 and 100%. So when, you know, almost half or doubling to get to where we were in, in that 2015, 16, 15, 16, 14, 13, kind of in that area. Yeah, I think it's going to take a minute before we can get to that. I do too. I don't know. But, oh, but I guess what up. I'm going back and thinking is like you and I know, well, we were running hard in 13, 14, 15, 16, and... It was the inventory right prior to that. It felt normal. Yes. So yes, it did. It felt like that's where we were supposed to where be. Where we were supposed to be. So it's like we're almost getting back to sort of kind of where we're supposed to be. Sort of. Sort of. Um, another point to what's selling yeah. now are deals with cash. Yes. Uh, lines of credit. Uh, hard yes. money lenders, yes. Corlin Financial show sponsor. You, you can you can get you a, a hard money loan. Those are working. Yes. It, more and more, I'm seeing actual hard money loans. Yeah. Because the rates are not too far off from where it's at right now. Oh, there now. you anyway, go. That's you right. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, there's no doubt from 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 Corlin that they are, that their application volume is is improved because of high rates are comparable because of high rates from banks, yeah. traditional banks, as well as banks are a lot more stringent right now mm. than they have than they are in loose times. They're just tighter. They've Even swung with experienced the investors. I've heard Even, more I've, I've gotten more questions over the last few one. months than it, you know yes. than I have in a while but yeah. it's just questions and hey what direction are you going in yeah but again I'll go back to another podcast that we did a few weeks ago about keeping in touch with your bankers yes. and your clients yeah. during some of these downtimes yeah. um to, I mean to your point <clears throat> is I mean I've been as active active as I have been over the past six months than I have in the past few years and yeah I have lost so many bids <clears throat> recently to Cash buyers, hard money buyers. It's happening. Buyers I mean, with lines of credit. So that's right. people who are able to act quick, offer a lot and close and go. fast. So close fast. Yeah. So um, more occupied and cash flowing houses are showing up. I'm yes. seeing more of those being listed. And you might, you know, one of the things that I and and we can kind of close with this, but one of the one of the things I've talked about with mismanagement. You've heard me mention that over the last couple of months. And this to me is a, is a tell sign of mismanagement is about to surface. Yeah. If you have a property that's occupied at the market rent and they're paying, 
then why are you selling? There might be something in your personal life. No, sure. no problem. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, it happens. Likely mismanaged. Your your maintenance is out of control. Your whatever. And now it's beginning to surface. I believe we're going to see more and more and more of that mm -hmm. because there's no reason in the world, unless you have an unexpected, let, let's take out unexpected life things, right? Let, let's pretend that that does okay. not factor here. Why would else would you sell a, a, a property that's occupied at market rent? Mm -hmm. You've mismanaged somewhere. You've done something yeah, it somewhere. It could be part of your, your portfolio. The other houses aren't working. Yeah, because most one. people don't have a strategy to say, hey, I'm going to buy five rentals, hold them for three years exactly, and then I'm going to sell them. I'm going to move it into something else. Yeah. That's not what people do. Mm -mm. If you're selling, if I came, I, hey, I tell you what, I have a, we know of someone in our market. There you go. Who is selling every single property that that person has, and they're 90% of them are all occupied in cash flowing. And, we're aware of what's going on and, and we believe that that person is struggling, but they're selling everything. Why would you be selling everything? If you hadn't mismanaged. Or any, or anything. Yeah. If it's occupied and going and you're selling it, remember, excluding personal yeah, yeah. things that happen in your personal make. life. I'm talking just from the business standpoint and you're selling them for that. There's a reason. And you've mismanaged or you've overextended or you've done something to distract yourself from what's yeah. going on. And those opportunities, you, you have been saying this. I mean, you can go back, goodness, 18 months worth <clears throat> of these podcast episodes, maybe two years when you talked about mm -hmm. that mismanagement was going to continue to service. And it has over that time period and it continues to. So, I mean, that's one of those where you've called it the whole time yeah. that there are going to be opportunities for people who are looking for mismanaged properties because another part of that is the interest rate their balloons are going to yes. come up we're hitting 23 we're now about to go into 24 so if you bought a house in 19 during the hay mm -hmm. at four percent interest five, yep. five now you're you're now about to hit eight, eight and a half nine maybe and you're going to run into issues so be careful of the position you're putting yourself in. If you need to sell these, because you know that you, I would run some numbers at 9%. And if that doesn't right. work yeah, for you, yeah, see you might ought to look ahead like. of this and let's yeah. get out of this. And that way that, you know, you're, you can at least regroup. But we're going to continue, I believe, in 24 and even moving on to see some mismanagement. And I think you said if, if somebody's out there who is in this scenario, they've mismanaged, they need to sell now is the time. Now is the time. time. I can give you a free CMA competitive market analysis of the property or just give you some comps to show you what we can sell it for and you can move it. There are people, like I've said, that are buying homes. We're, yeah. we're closing 70 deals this month, right? A lot of those are some of the hedge funds, but we've got another 20 or so that are not. So yeah. there are people buying homes and there are deals that are out there. So I would encourage you to um, understand what's selling. This is the reason why we did this today. Understand what's selling and why, and just be aware of, of what's coming up. And, and I think your 2024 podcast next week is going to really give you some ideas of the future. Yeah. And I, I think I would kind of go into close and, in, in, in that it's, if you're, I feel like I've said this before, if you're looking to sell, man, now is a good time to sell yeah. because there are people, but if you're looking to buy, it, it's a good opportunity. There are deals out there. There are sellers who are willing. It's a, it's a good time to be for a both. buyer or a seller. That's right. Yeah. I right, appreciate your time today. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back here next week. We're going to do the uh, 2024 outlook and predictions. So uh, stay right. tuned for that. One. Thanks guys.